Welcome to the Worshiping God podcast. In this podcast, I present thoughts on Christian ministry and ways to reach out into the world with the gospel message. This podcast is not intended to hurt or slander anyone, but to simply present a Christian worldview in today's secular climate. This podcast is also available as a blog at chuckheight.wordpress.com under the title Worshiping God. Please feel free to follow us there. If this is your first time with us, we want to say welcome. If you are a returning guest, welcome back. What is your true identity? The world sure spends a lot of time trying to figure out who we are and to whom we belong. God gave us the answer to this question centuries ago. Isaiah 43.1 says, But now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. O Israel, the one who formed you says, Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. It used to be an easy question. If someone asked for your identity, you simply showed them your driver's license. If someone asked who you were, you told them your name, where you were from, or maybe your parents' name. Simon Bar-Jonah was Simon, son of Jonah. Jesus of Nazareth was Jesus from Nazareth. Or maybe you were identified by what you did. Your name was James Painter, or Gerald Baker, or Nancy Taylor. Your name matched what you did, where you were from, or who your parents were. These are, or were, things that could not change. Where you grew up and who you were born to was part of your identity. It is not so simple today. Identities change. For some, identities change as often as they have birthdays. Identity is no longer who you are, but what or who you think you are today. Someone is male, but today he identifies as female. Someone is straight but today they identify as gay. They are married, but today they are single. They cannot be bound by truth. That would inhibit their ability to freely identify because they have their own truth. To each person, it is very clear. They are what they are today. For the rest of the world, well, we live in a state of confusion. We don't get an ever-changing world of non-gender pronouns. We don't understand marriage without commitment. We don't even understand what all of the letters mean in LGBTQ+. For many of us, we are trying to figure out why everyone is so upset. For those of us who believe in absolute truth and live by God's moral construct, personal truth lives on the edge of insanity. Of course, saying those words would only more solidify their view of believers of truth as bigots. You see, here is the problem. It is not so much how we see ourselves, but how the rest of the world sees us. One may have fathered children, but if he is an absent father, his children will never see him as a parent. Biologically, yes. Parentally, no. I may look in the mirror and still see a slim 30-something, but the rest of the world sees an overweight 60-something. When I purchase clothing, I am reminded that my truth doesn't matter. I am overweight. Truth is truth. You may be a male athlete identifying as a woman athlete. The woman athletes will never accept you as a woman. You are simply cheating. 
you are robbing them of a level playing field. I'm not saying you are stuck in a permanent position. It doesn't matter where you start or who your parents are. What matters is where you end up. Plenty of people have come from meager means and have been financially successful. Plenty of people have come from broken homes or dishonest parents and have grown into wonderful men and women. What the world sees is who you really are, not who you pretend to be. If you are living a lie, you will be called out. Sometimes it's not the world's opinion that matters at all. It is the opinion of God. When we claim to be a Christian but do not believe or accept Christ as Lord and Savior, God says we do not belong to Him. Sitting in a worship center, singing songs, leading in the worship, teaching Sunday school, preaching, hosting a Bible study, giving tithes and offerings, going on mission trips, or checking the box on a survey that we are Christian does not make us Christian. There is only one thing that can do that. We must accept the gift of Christ. We believe that He died and arose to save us from sin. He did something as fully God and fully man that we can never do. He made a way for us to be forgiven through a sinless life. He made a way for us to be reunited with the Father through His death and resurrection. He pointed us down a road that leads to everlasting life by allowing us to accept Him as Lord and Savior. Anything different, no matter how we identify, will not pass the test. God will not respect our truth. The story is told of a man who died and went to judgment. When Jesus said, I have never known you, the man replied, but I identify as a Christian. Jesus said, we don't play that game here. Watch how they live. See what they do. Do their lives contradict their statements of faith? God calls us to be fruit inspectors. What do we see? New converts? Growth into mature Christians? Do we see short tempers, bad attitudes, foul language, dirty jokes, disrespect, lewd behavior, approval of things the Bible clearly condemns? Do we see Christian homes or homes that look and act like every other home in the neighborhood? Truth is absolute. Any variation on truth is a lie. Billy Graham said, not believing in the Bible does not make the Bible any less true. The world is full of absolute truths. If you jump off a building, you will fall and possibly to your death. Gravity does not need you to believe in it to be true. At the end of this life, you will die. You do not have to believe in death for it to be true. If you change your identity, God still knows who you are. You cannot hide from Him and in the end, we will be judged. Refusing to believe this will not make it less true. The statement, there are no absolute truths, is itself an absolute truth. It is self-contradicting, and it is false. There is truth, God's truth. His truth is what our society is based on. His truth is what our moral laws are based on. Saying it is okay to change one's identity, sex, gender, sexual orientation, only hurts you and those around you. There is a way we can change our identity. We can all be adopted into God's family. We are all God's creations, but those who believe are God's children. If we want an identity change, God has a solution. Believe, trust, obey. In Isaiah 43.1 it says, I have called you by name. You are mine. That sure sounds a lot better than, I never knew you.
Thank you for listening to the Worshiping God podcast. I hope you will share this podcast with friends and will return to hear new episodes. It is my prayer that you will be encouraged and uplifted in your own personal ministry through the thoughts and views that are shared here. Until next time, God bless.